So I heard about this person who hired a young lady who was only wearing pasties. Oh, no. High heels and a pretty snazzy bikini bottom. (laughs) And she was hired to remove old varnish from a table. She was a stripper. Stripper. Wow. I guess she'd probably be pretty good at getting wood off. (laughs) Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a podcast that um, has an explicit tag, just so you know. (laughs) It's not for kids. We swear and we say dirty jokes. Um, Uh -uh, All the jokes we say are good and clean. Okay. Sometimes if a joke is too dirty, too early on, I will put it at the end of the podcast, like a post-credit scene. (laughs) It's happened once, but that's sometimes. Once is sometimes, probably. This is a podcast where my co-host Sarah finds jokes somewhere online or in a book or wherever and reads me the setup. I try to guess the punchline. Then we talk about the joke and see if we can improve it. That's it. You're all caught up. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Someone recently told me that this podcast is a highlight of their week, which makes me feel bad for the weeks we skip with no announcements because, boy, now the pressure's mounting now that I know that people like the podcast. <laughs> Keeping routines not enough. I'm not a routines guy. I know. Which is difficult because I am the editor of the podcast, which means that I am the one who has to be kept to a routine. Maybe if y'all sent in emails that specifically said, hey, Evan, edit the podcast, and then Sarah could get those and tell me that people are complaining about the podcast not being edited, that would be very That would help me. It would help you. That way I don't feel annoying when I say, hey, podcast this week? Question mark? I mean... I think I've only done it once. Yeah. Um... Well, there was one time that I didn't do it, and then you scolded me afterwards. And then the other times are normally like, I'm away. And well, we missed a couple. We missed an episode because I was like on a work thing, and I was like too tired to edit a 45-minute podcast, which is why I try to keep these podcast recordings to 45 minutes. Because the difference between a 45-minute edit and a 55-minute edit is gigantic. I like this podcast being, it's about 10 minutes. I like this podcast being a tight, roughly half an hour. And please email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com and let us know if you like the length of this podcast and if you want it to be longer, I guess we'll figure it out. We just have a good time. Mm-hmm. We keep talking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got emails? Yeah, we have emails. <laughs> So we have an email from Bailey. Oh. says, hey, y'all, regarding whether or not people say meet you at the corner, I am that people. Ooh. This might be because I don't like going into establishments before my friend gets there. So Mm. I often awkwardly stand on the street. Or because sometimes my friends don't go places, we just sort of wander. But it is a thing I say. There's also a strip mall nearby that we call the corner. And I occasionally meet people there. It's not actually called the corner. It's called... Something else. I'm not going to say it on the air so that you don't get like doxxed or something like that. (laughs) So I guess that's also a thing, but it's more regional to my specific life. Anyway, that's probably more than you needed to know. Cheers, Bailey. Thank you, Bailey. That's good to know. 
and that a trendy young person is still using that language. Granted, Bailey's from Canada, so how much can we really trust it? They're about 15 years behind us. Okay. Have you been to Canada? No. It's crazy. Like the early 2000s there. Wow. Yeah. It's like 2008. Wow. Yeah, they're going through a recession. And Obama's president? It's weird. (laughs) Um, The recession, not Obama's presidency. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) I know we have at least one other email. Yeah, we have another email. It's from our friend Kip. Yay. Uh, And they said, what do you call a chicken gun? A boglock. Boglock? Yeah. That's a joke that we watched them come up with while we were on a Zoom call right before recording this podcast. So I'm glad they shared it because that's a great joke. It was a good joke. Very good joke. And so those are all the emails we have today. I wonder if that is the joke, is the setup, what do you call a chicken gun? Yeah. And not like a, what do you, what type of gun does a chicken have? <laughs> yeah. So what do you call a chicken gun? What do you call a chicken gun? Which I guess shoots chickens in both ways, in both senses. It shoots chickens out of it. Maybe. Yeah. They don't need, sh- I mean, maybe it's it, the sequel to Chicken Instead of shooting run. rubber bullets, it shoots rubber chickens. Ooh, that's really good. That's very good. Which yeah. would make protests so much funnier. <laughs> um, like, I'm not saying I would like cops at that point, but I would, like, I think the difference between a rubber bullet, which can really hurt someone, and a rubber chicken, which is just very funny to be hit with, like. It's going to make a squeaky sound. Yeah. I think it would also be very funny if that's all that we gave cops to fight people with. <laughs> um, but hey, that's a utopia that I don't know if we are going to reach. Why don't we start with that first joke? Why couldn't anyone call the zoo? Why couldn't anyone call the zoo? Because their number was blocked. Because the cages, cages animal, animal message, voicemail, Anteater. Okay, I'm just going to list some animals. Aardvark, anteater, uh, antelope, uh, bear, brown bear, giraffe, lion. Is Oh, no. Because the lion was dead? Oh, no. No. Because <laughs> no. the lion was cut. No. <laughs> oh, no. No. All the phone lions were busy. All the phone lions were busy. Oh, I feel like that joke would... I, the, all the lines were cut was maybe that punchline is for a different setup. And that setup is why couldn't the man call the, un, <laughs> call the, no, I'm tapping out of that one. There's no way that one was going to be good. We were going to get into some circumcision wordplay and everyone else can just fill in the joke for themselves. I was, I, I thought maybe there was something a little more eloquent, eloquent, see, It's not even working. I wish you wouldn't look so disappointedly at me, but I know what I've done and I probably deserve it. But well, I still think all the lions were dead (laughs) is still on its own a very funny punchline for this setup, because I think if you tried to call a zoo and all their lions had died, they'd be busy. I think they wouldn't be (laughs) taking phone calls at that point. Um they might be like looking at previous phone history and seeing if anyone has like, you know, threatened the lions. Yeah, done a terrorism or something like that. Lion-based terrorism. I think we fixed that one. Let's move on. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you call a retired vegetable? A retired vegetable. Okay. Is this like a synonym for retired or retiree? Um 
I guess. Or is it like, so, hmm, interesting. So it's not like pensioner or like social security or Mm -mm. retired, retiree. It's, it's a legume. It's not. Um, oh, it's not a vegetable. It's not really a vegetable. What do you call a retired vegetable? So it's some sort of like bean or something? Mm-hmm. Bean. Bean there done that? Close. Close. Bean all around. Mm-mm. Bean. Bean's last. Oh. Is it a type of bean? Is, mm-hmm. is no. it play? I don't think I know what this is. A has bean. A has bean. Um... Well, if a bean isn't a vegetable, then I guess I kind of get it. But I feel like if you're going to have has in there, has been, has been. I don't, maybe it's just my accent. I feel like people don't say has been, a has been. Even if they say bean, like it's a real has been. That feels weird and wrong. I feel like it should be say, should be has been. Hmm. How do we improve that? Where can we find a... Maybe beans are pronounced Ben. And just make a universe where beans are pronounced Ben. Mm-hmm. Has been. A petition to remove the A from bean. Because what's it really doing there anyway? In the alternate universe? I guess so. Well, I mean, if we want to make our universe like that universe, then we would just make bean not be spelled with an A, and instead it's spelled with an E. And then it's Bean. Yeah. Ben. Just one E. I don't know if that's necessarily going to fix the joke, but I guess I guess we haven't really considered the idea of like changing the universe around the joke to make the joke work. No, I think we've considered it before. Have we? Yeah. Well, write into edjdpodcast at gmail.com if you know when we've done that. Want to do another joke? Yeah. Why I feel we- like that one has been not very fun. Why would you dance with a jar of jelly? Why would I dance with a jar of jelly? Is this something to do with like when a song's my jam? No. Uh, when I want to jiggle? No. What does jam do with a jar of jelly? Hmm. I'm trying to think what you do with jelly. You like put it on a PB&J. I think before even that... You scoop it out of a jar? Before that. You, uh, Before that, you preserve it? After that. After that, okay. You open the jar. Uh-huh. Huh, okay. I like this sort of like <laughs> narrowing down the time frame <laughs> of like we're doing a forensic examination <laughs> of this joke. How do you break down, whoa, no, okay. Uh, why would why you, would you dance with a jar of jelly? I just want to dance with some jelly. I want to feel the sweet with some jelly. Oh, I want to dance with some jelly with somebody who jams me. There we go. You're making a face like you didn't like it, but I know in your heart you do. Um, okay, so you open the jelly jar, but you don't scoop it out. You like stick your finger in it. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm so confused about what's between opening the jar. No, it is opening, it is the, opening jar, the jar. But yeah. Why would I dance with some jelly? Because there's an opening for jam. Opening for a jam. No. However, we can deviate. I feel like the phrase opening for a jam band is something. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe there's something there. Opening for a jam band. Why did the, why did the Grateful Dead have a bunch of Amish people perform before their concerts? Because they were looking for someone experienced opening a, up a jam band. But I don't know what band is. Like, I guess I'm thinking of like the jar that's got like the piece of cloth on top and then like a rubber band around it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if maybe, maybe there's a like a more smooth way to get into that. I don't know what this is. Opening, pop the top, something to take their top off. I want to dance with some jelly so it takes its top off and lets me get sweet with two fingers. Um, no. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, if it's not that, then I don't know what it is. You dance with a jar of jelly because it says twist to open. Hmm. You know what? I don't hate that joke. I think that joke is very close, but I think it should be like, why does Chubby Checker? Who's that? He is the guy who is famous for performing the song, Do the Twist, right? I think so. The Twist as performed by? The Twist as made famous by. Yeah, Chubby Checker. He did the twist. Was he chubby? He did the monster twist. No, not really. I think maybe he had chubby cheeks. I'm sure we could find out why he's called Chubby Checker. The Twist is an American pop song written and originally released in 1958 by Hank Ballard and the Midnighters as a B-side. It was inspired by the Twist dance craze. Chubby Checker in 1960 recorded a cover version, so it was made famous by him. I think he was part of a band called the Fat Boys and Chubby Checker. The boy's fat? I don't know. Is it fat PH? Oh, it looks like it was a play off of the other guy who was famous at that time. It looks like when he he's 81 and still alive. That's crazy. Apparently, so where does he live? Uh Spring Gully, South Carolina. Mm. Oh no, that's where he was born. I don't know if it says where he lives right now. That doesn't <laughs> who knows? Um but apparently. When he was in school, he did vocal impressions of people such as Fats Domino. And so that became like Fats became chubby and Checker became Domino, right? Because they're both like board game pieces. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where it came from. That's your that's your black American music history lesson for the day. So yeah, I think if that joke is why does why did Chubby Checker dance with the jar of jelly? Because cause then it's like, I think if you're thinking of... D- like if I'm thinking of dancing with something, I don't th- I don't think doing the twist is in my like top five, top ten, top fifteen, like dance moves. You know, fourteen other dance moves that are named. At the risk of you saying name them. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's prove it. Okay. Um the jitterbug? Charleston. <laughs> um Fortnite dance. Uh, <laughs> Which one? Uh, the one with the L where you kick your legs out. And then there's the, the, the backpack kid dance, flossing. There's flossing. And then there's the, I feel like it's like orange something, which is the one where you like are like twisting your arms in and out while you're like moving your legs from side to side. There's that one. That's five. Um, oh, I don't know the name of it. Shit. Okay. So that's only four. Um, God. Shit. Tap. Dance. <laughs> Um, slow dancing, fast dancing, swing, lindy hop, um, grinding, daggering, which is like more hardcore grinding, (laughs) 
for Jamaicans. Uh, ska, uh, skanking, two-step, hustle, electric slide. You could I have win. said Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. Cha-cha slide. All right. You do four, You do 13 more than... <laughs> you got 13 more? Uh, sprinkler. Okay. Shopping cart. All right. Stanky leg. Okay. Um, oh, then the, there's also the jerk, if we're doing that area, <laughs> that era. Charlie there's Brown. Charlie Brown. There's shoulder work. That's... Um, I don't know. That was... Um, uh, Bernie. The Macarena. The Macarena. Do you know the Bernie dance? I don't know. It's the one where you just oh. like... Yeah. Like wiggle your arm fine because you're like weakened at Bernie's. And then there's the wobble, obviously. Yeah. Um uh chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. <laughs> uh let it rain and wash it out. Um crank that a soldier, soldier boy. boy. Crank that superman. <laughs> crank that super soaker. <laughs> That's 30. I think we did 30 <laughs> dances and without the twist. Um so that's my case. <laughs> rested for that one let's go to the what's the middle section we have a comedy review don't we yeah it's all you it's me baby comedy reviews so for today's comedy review i would like to uh talk a little bit about an article that i found that absolutely bewildered me and I just think this is a really funny thing that I saw online. It's from MetroLeague.org. I was looking up slugging percentage. It's a baseball term. It's total bases divided by at-bats. It basically means, do you hit the ball well? Do you get hits? Do you hit like more home runs than singles or more doubles than singles or more triples than doubles? Basically means, do you hit the ball hard and often? And this article is called is a 1.00 slugging percentage good that's a question that as someone who knows about baseball yes it's very very good um and this article starts in a way that i absolutely love the article is is a 1000 slugging percentage good by john means when it comes to food printing quality is key you want your prints to be accurate and speedy so you can get them in the hands of your customers as quickly as possible this immediately begs the question this is me editorializing um what does that mean? What's food printing? I don't even think food printing is a thing. What are they talking about? This has nothing to do with slugging percentage. Anyway, it continues. Make sure the accuracy of your prints remains high at all times so people know exactly what they're eating. Quality ingredients, a fast turnaround time, and perfect prints, these are the foundations of a successful food printing business. Do you feel like you've learned a little bit about why a 1,000 slugging percentage is good? No. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, we continue. Is a 1,000 slugging percentage good? When it comes to getting your food delivered, quality is key. Speed is also important. You don't want your order to take too long to arrive on your doorstep. If the delivery person doesn't show up or delivers an incorrect order, that can ruin your day. Always make sure that the delivery person has a valid driver's license and a good reputation before ordering anything from them online. Now, the thing about this is I thought... Maybe this is a mistake. Maybe this person accidentally copied a different article into this. But this isn't even like another article about a different thing. Food printing isn't a thing that exists. And what do you mean? Check the driver's license of the person delivering your food. Hey, bud. Let me see that driver's license. You call and you're like, hey, can I get a uh, sesame chicken? 
pork fried rice and a and, uh, small Coke. And if you do not have a New York State's driver's license, you better not fucking deliver this food. I swear to God. Can you check with your driver to make sure that he doesn't have any demerits on his license? Because I actually don't want to risk uh, him being pulled over and sent to jail uh, because then... I'm when really am I getting hungry. My I'm so hungry right now. I need this to be as smooth as possible. <laughs> the article continues. Quality. A 1,000 slugging percentage is a standard measure of quality in baseball. It indicates how often a player hits the ball over the fence and into center field. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier the second time, isn't it? To achieve like, this level... It, it like makes it seem like center field is on the other side yeah. of the fence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to achieve this level of success, you need to hit the ball hard enough that it goes out of the park but not so hard that it bounces back onto the field, which, of course, means it's still a live ball, apparently. And It's like you're playing baseball at one of those stadiums that's, like, along a body of water. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, bounces into the water and then, like, splashes back up into the park. It's like how if you go too far out of bounds in a video game, like a racing video game, it just shoots you back to the main area. Mm-hmm. So are you actually concerned about what a slugging percentage is? Well... Here, it finally does get around uh, to uh, explaining it. So a slugging percentage measures how often a player hits the ball into play. It's usually calculated by dividing an individual player's batting average by their slugging percentage. So if you're confused, a slugging percentage is batting average divided by slugging percentage. And And slugging percentage is the amount of escargot you're getting in this delivery. (laughs) And batting average is still important, even if you're not quite hitting 1,000 slugs per season. Now, I think what... I think you should be trying harder to hit more slugs. (laughs) That's what baseball is all about, baby. So I got about that far into the article, and I was like, this is amazing. What's going on? Is this AI? Did someone like... Is is this entire website populated by AI? Is this Bitcoin farming and they just have to have text on the site? And I think, I think that is kind of what's going on because it continues in this article to talk about a good slash line, which is your batting average slash your on-base percentage slash your slugging percentage. It's a thing in baseball. But this article explains it as a slash line is a type of graphic design that uses thin lines to divide elements on a page. A good slash line is one that is above average in terms of its thickness and width. This means it will create a bold and memorable visual impact when printed or displayed on screen. What what I what this makes me think is that this was like like companies will like outsource somebody else to write articles for them. Mm-hmm. And so what it feels like is that they've outsourced somebody else to write this article. And they like gave like a like a bullet pointed list of like things yeah. they want in the article, and this person like has no idea. Like <laughs> they're like slash line. Well, let me just Google that real quick. Let me Google slash line, but not like they didn't put baseball in the search term, so mm-hmm. they gotta just. I love things like this. Uh, and I'm so glad I got the opportunity to share it with you. MetroLeague.org. I think they have probably a bunch of other articles that are all just that sort of thing. Uh, so if you, I would love for them to do, I would love if it was less baseball specific because I know not everybody knows just how wrong all of that information is about baseball. But I give that article 10 out of 10. Would you give it an Evan out of 10? I'd give it a 10 slash 10. And that's its slash line. I got some news just now. Yeah. And it's that I am the kind of person, I guess, that my friends get one of those emoji 
uh, spam things and think I'm the person that's meant no, to receive it. Not one of those. Yeah. So what's that smell? Is that your pussy on fire? No. No, it's the air quality. That's right, folks. There's some burning in the northern border, and it's not from a fat-ass blunt. Those Canadians have gotten a little too careless, and now us Americans have to suffer. So there's also a bunch of emoji interspliced, which you're not getting, which is really what makes this a good it's thing time. to look at. Clock emoji to storm moon emoji, the northern snowflake. Here, let me do, I'll do the emoji and you read the text. Okay. Snowflake, cold, blow, uh, blowing nose. Border. American flag, sunglasses. This year. Explosion. Instead. Cop car. Of the Capitol. Capitol building. Beach. Pregnant. Sure. X arms. To grab. Grab emoji, fist emoji. Your. Water door. Free. Purple heart. Mask. Mask emoji. Not. X. Or money kiss covid two paris two fucking virus particle emojis i angry face repeat repeat sign not a uh, cancel sign for return covid more what is that called uh, 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 i just said it virus? virus emoji and pray pray hands you injured fire make cat 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 it's cat smirking oh cat smirk cat smirk cat smirk cat smirk it to your to a pointing left metro <laughs> bus stop stop sign send mail this to one punch friend sunglasses people holding hands and you left pointing emoji won't relieved emoji get <laughs> imperiled i don't know what that one is it's like tired i think it's tired a collapse Bl- uh, smoke long send email emoji this to five party Crying, laughing. Friends. Mask. And you. Check mark time. Will. Tongue out. Soccer ball? We'll get a bonus five. Black square. Feet. Feet. Of visibility. Looking. The send. Mail, mail, mail. This to 10. Clock. Friends. Uh, holding hands. And Biden. Old man. <laughs> will you, will. Uh, uh, skull. Use. A smirk. The smoke. And that's, that's the end of it. Oh my God. Before we get back into the jokes, I'm going to do one more little bit. First of all, someone spent a lot of time today working on it. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Um, it's good work, but it also doesn't really make sense. Is it that pussy? No. What does that mean? <laughs> Your pussy on fire. It just goes, it just, it, <laughs> it's like it, it's clearly someone's first time doing that because. Those things are always like very sexualized and it and started one... <laughs> off and then it just it dipped. Couldn't keep it. So before we move on back to the jokes, I'm just going to say, let me put you on to something. This is a very funny bit that I was doing today, two weeks ago, as this podcast comes out. I downloaded every episode of The Simpsons from season one to season nine. They're all about 40 megabytes, which is a really small file. Uh, And I realized I could just text full episodes of The Simpsons to people. And they get a really tiny black square that, if they click, plays the full episode very, very small on their screen. Um, And you can click on it and hold and, like, download it and, like, watch it kind of regular size. But if you don't, you do just, like, have a little screen a tiny tiny episode of the simpsons and i did it to like 10 people and it's super super funny and i actually just got a text from lydia that said i can't watch the simpson 
And then I said, why? And then it said, Lydia has notification silence. <laughs> Just like Singular Simpson. Yeah. Can't watch can't The watch Simpson. Simpson. I can't watch The Simpson. Can't watch The Simpson. All right. Let's get back to these jokes. Okay. What do you call a cow who's really good at basketball? Meowkle Jordan. No. Um, Charles Meowly. No. No. <laughs> that would work if he was a dog, Charles Barkley. Um, Lapon James. No. Is it a basketball player that's got a cat thing in its name? It's cow. Cow. Yeah. Mookle Jordan. No. Charles uh, Bark. No. Mm. Cows don't bark. LeBron. Weirdo. Uh, no. I don't know. Is it a Jersey cow? No. Ooh, that's pretty good, actually. A Jersey cow play, plays... Plays basketball, got a jersey on. Mm-hmm. So it's a cow that plays basketball. Yeah. And that cat, those cat answers probably didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, they didn't. That's weird that you stopped me after three. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were doing. Cow. Is it a moo thing? No. Is it a milk thing? No. Is it a, um, what cow related thing is it? So the bulls? No. That's the bulls? No. It's, um, I guess a cut? Of meat. Oh. I think. So like steak or haunch? Beef? <laughs> the hell is haunch? Haunch is like the top of the back. Like, Look, I don't know. Um, I know meat terms. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like a, a leg, big leg muscle? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's like ground beef? Double dribble? Okay. So it's a cut of meat. I don't know if it's actually a cut or if it just comes from a different kind of cow. It's fancy. Is it a filet mignon? No. Okay. I think you got to tell me. Kobe beef. Oh, yeah, of course. No, I mean, that is that is a good confusion. I think Kobe beef is I think Kobe beef is from a specific kind of cow. Oh, how would I know this? I don't know. I don't Maybe you would have. I don't know. I'm the one hearing the jokes for the first time. You're the one finding them ahead of time. You have time if you don't know what it is. I didn't think he, it, I didn't think I'd need to do this type of information seeking. No, because no. I because it's so rare that Just, I ask questions about how the joke works and what's going on here. Let's see. Does his Wikipedia say how he got? His name. Is that not just his name? No, I mean, it is his name, but I'm like wondering why they named him that. If there's like, if it's related to the, yeah. His parents named him after the famous beef of Kobe, Japan, which they saw in a restaurant menu. Why? I don't know. I guess they just liked it. It's like naming your kid spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) I mean, they go to toss your little paper Ball to the trash can. Spaghetti. I mean, it feels more like it's like a... Because it's not like they named him beef. (laughs) (laughs) They named him a specific kind of beef. So it's like if you called him like... Just named your kid Getty. Well, that's what the people who make the images did with their kid. Um, And the guy from Rush. Uh, Apparently, he's the maternal nephew of the NBA player John Chubby Cox. That's chubby cocks. Chubby cocks. <laughs> oh no! So this okay. So that's why really I wanted jam that one. Oh god! That's why I wanted to look this joke up because I was like, I think he's named after the beef, which means that this joke is doing the thing that I've talked about 
many times, which is it's just saying where the word comes from. It's not doing wordplay because that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's tantamount to saying like, what did they call Michael's son, Mister Michaelson? It's like, well, that's where the term comes from. So I don't know. Garbage. I'm gonna coat. I'm gonna throw that one in the garbage. Okay. Say spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> Do you know that if you, whenever you throw something into the garbage can and you miss the person whose name you said, they get a thousand years in hell. Fun fact. So be careful. It's like the the kids they say curry now, right? For yeah. Steph Curry. For Steph Curry. It's gotta be foods. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, you could. That could just be like you say a different food every time you go to like throw Kobe. it. And also curry is like a food you would see on a menu and maybe yeah. not know what it is. Oxtail. Um, next joke. That'd be really funny, like a, like a sitcom type bit, where that was just like one character's like recurring thing. Where they they do a different food every time. Yeah. He doesn't know that Kobe is a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> he just thinks people says d- different Japanese words. Maybe. <laughs> um. Tatabayo. Also, I think this episode is probably going to be called Spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know how to like in- intonate that. But. Wait, you know that meme of like somebody like throwing a baby? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like a little voice bubble over that person saying spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah, if I could make that the episode title, <laughs> that image. Um, you next could, joke? You could make the image and then post it to like Imgur and then put a link to the image into the episode description. You're right. I could do that. Next joke, please. Why should you never trust advice from a group of griffins? This is going to be something to do with like their, the fact that they're a bunch of different animals. Griffins? A griffin, yeah. They're two specific animals. It's like a lion and an eagle or something like that? A lion and a... Uh, maybe. Is that what it is? I forget what the bird part is, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lion. A lion and a bird. So is it also, is it like because they're lying about their flight i don't know no about their range it's just half of them are lion half of them are lion that's mm, i mean lion and lying are a bit overused i i actually liked that the first joke that we did was lion meaning line Mm -hmm. which i think is maybe a maybe a bit more of a stretch like verbally Mm -hmm. but i think is is Better because it's less expected. Whereas half of them are lying. I think that's tough though, because like if you were just describing a griffin, could you say half of them are lying? Yeah. Or like would it be like half I don't because it's like it's cause it's not like half of them are lions and half of them are eagles. They're all half. And I think grammatically, maybe I don't think that's how you like I think you would say they're half lion, not half of them. Or you would say half of them is lying. Half of them is lying. Half of them is lying. Maybe that's all it is. You just have to like. Yeah, half of them is lying. Half of them is lying. We fixed it. That's a fixed one. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Or or Ziggy joke. We are at forty three minutes. Okay. Um. What happened when the world's tongue twister champion got arrested? Uh. He. Is it something to do with like a straight line? Like walking a straight line, do you talk his way out of it? No. License and registration. Mm-mm. Um, you, sir, have you been speaking tonight? 
No. What is what is it related to? A tongue twister. Yeah. Is am I gonna have to just conjure a tongue twister? No. Like like when somebody gets like arrested and they go to court and they have to go to jail and then there's a period of time when they're in jail. Yeah, so it's something to do with like he could handle a long sentence? They gave him a tough sentence. They gave him a tough sentence. This the the punch the setup was like when he got arrested. What happened when the world's tongue twister champion got arrested? It should be when he went to jail, not when he got arrested. Because I think when you get a arre- getting arrested is not when you get a sentence. I think it has to be going to jail. And I don't. I think it's totally fine to make that swap out. So I like that. I think that's good. Um, he got a tough sentence. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, maybe it's also like why did the guy get so why did the guy get so good at tongue twisters in jail? Because they gave him a tough sentence. Yeah. I think that's good though. That's fun. Tough sentence. I was also trying to come up with a joke that was something like, why did the zookeeper in charge of the pride get arrested for drunk driving? Because he couldn't walk a straight line. Because pride and like queer and pride of lions and like there would not be straight lines there'd be they'd be gay lions cuz they're pride you look like you would you look like you it's just taking a long time okay ziggy joke give us some ziggy ziggy jokes why can't you hear a cow in a video call mooted yeah find sarah online at sarah a b t w you can that's Sarah with an H. You can find me online by Googling Evan DM. Uh, as of today, recording this, but as of two weeks ago, I put out a split EP with a band called Fun Flower. Um, and you can find that by going to Evan DM on Spotify. And it's gonna be like the most recent release. It's called Cry Baby Music. Got a picture of baby you on the cover. It's got a picture of me as a baby. And Rob is a baby and G is a baby. There's a lot of baby pictures on that cover. So if you like that, then maybe that's maybe that's seven songs for you. It was really fun working on it. I've enjoyed listening to it. Well, thank you so much. You've heard it, and it's some slightly different mixes as well, so Mm -hmm. glad for it to get good (laughs) eventually. Um, Honk joke, tough sentence, once we fixed it. Bonk joke, Kobe beef. Uh, Because it's not a joke, you're just saying the same word again. This is just my note to you. If you come up with some wordplay, look up where the words came from. See if you're just rehashing the etymological history of the word. Because if you are, like maybe do something else, you know? And this is a side note. If you think of a joke and you think maybe it's too obvious, sometimes you can just throw away the first joke and go with the second option. Or throw away the first two, go with the third option. You don't always have to say the first joke that comes to mind. Because a lot of times that the first joke that comes to mind, I always think, oh, everyone's already thinking it. Mm -hmm. So if I just say the first joke, then everyone's like, yeah, mm -hmm, yep, that's what it was. Like, that's why I, like, I have a complicated relationship with, like, just misinterpreting a word on purpose. Because I know it it's the impulse. And I don't always fight that impulse well. But I, I prefer to push past it. And I think you get better results when you push past it. And you try to do something a little more interesting that isn't just the most obvious thing. And I think if you think about something like Kobe beef, you'd be like, hmm, maybe that joke has been done already. Probably. Because his name, the they're the two only things that are that name. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyway. Anything else? No. Patreon.com slash joke doctor. Send us emails. Oh, yeah. Send us emails. EDJDpodcast at gmail.com. Or just send us stuff. For example, somebody told me something for the podcast, but they did not use the email. You should use the email, though. Dustin Fowler said, the car that the disciples drive is a Chrysler, in reference to a podcast from a couple weeks ago. And we missed that. I mean... The Honda, according to Paul, or whatever I said. Amazing joke. But Chrysler, it's right there. I really think we should have got that. Anyway, as we always say, if it ain't joke... Don't fix it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.